You're listening to the Inner Goddess Rising Podcast. My name is Ann Sison, and I'm here to help you kick your inner mean girl to the curb so you can attract the life you desire. Hello, hello, hello. For those of you who do not know me, my name is Ann Sison, and I'm a life coach, yoga teacher, and a Reiki master. And I'm coming to you today to talk a little bit about motivation. I don't want to talk about the motivation where you just don't feel like doing something, like a project that you have to do, or like you don't feel like cleaning something. I'm talking about the deeper, like, I don't feel motivated at all. I don't feel like getting up off my couch. I don't know what to do with myself, and I don't know how to get it back. That kind of motivation. So I was scrolling through my social media feed the other day and saw a post from someone who to me, has always been a rebel and a fighter in my eyes. And what she posted first made me feel for her. Um, I felt really bad for her because nobody likes to feel like that. But what she posted is that she lost her motivation and her drive and isn't sure how to get it back. This one really hit me, and I responded in the moment with a few tips, but there are more that I want to share today. Now, I have no idea what this person is currently going through. We are all dealt different blows in life, and some really do have it worse than others. But let me say this. We are here to experience joy. I believe that's our purpose here. We're here for the joy of overcoming obstacles. Think about how you feel when you're in the midst of a shitstorm. It feels horrible. It feels shitty. You feel sadness, rage, anger. You might snap at people around you. And you also might just shut down and lose yourself to your couch. I've been there. Now, we're not going to play the comparison game here between our shitstorms. My shitstorm isn't any worse than your shitstorm, nor is your shitstorm worse than my shitstorm. We're all multifaceted beings with our own problems, our own personalities, and our own choices. Just so that you know where I'm coming from, I do live daily with two health issues. Think about the word disease. When you break it down, it really translates into dis-ease, not an ease. My health issues, endometriosis and celiac disease, can be debilitating, and they have been debilitating for me. If I'm not careful with my choices, they can take me down again, not only physically, but emotionally too. I have to live with the constant worry that if I eat the wrong thing, I'm going to end up in pain. Here's the thing, though. I can choose to accept this about my life, or I can choose to completely dwell on it, and lay down and cry. Sometimes I do both, especially during a shitstorm. Let me tell you how much it can suck to go on our weekly date nights and watch my husband eat fresh warm bread and drink his beer while I sit there with my glass of water. I do not want to give up date night, not at all, so I've adapted. As a wild woman, keeper of my journey, it is my choice to continue to do things that light me up and make me feel alive despite inconveniences. I love our date nights. I would never give them up. So I eat before we go and I order water. I'm on a quest now, though, to find a recipe for grain-free and plant-based bread, by the way. So if anyone knows of any, please send it my way. I am not telling you any of this to negate what you're going through. Remember, my shitstorm and yours can be completely comparable or they can be completely different. The difference is mindset. I am telling you this as an example of light. Every storm can feel dark and heavy, 
but there's always calm and always light after it, right? I'm telling you this because you have the power within you to rise above it. You really do. It might not feel like it in the moment, but it always gets better. You have this one life. Most people believe that you get only one life, but even if you're like me and believe that you come back over and over and over again, you're here now. Are you going to lay down and raise your white flag and give up, or are you going to figure out how to get up and fight? You might have serious pain every day. Are you doing absolutely everything you can to avoid it? Are you really? A guy I know has lupus, which is an autoimmune disease, and he's only doing what the doctors tell him to do, which you should do, of course. However, I have two other girlfriends who also have lupus, and theirs is in remission. Why? Because they took up meditation and researched different ways of eating and applied what they learned in addition to what the doctors told them. They hiked up their bootstraps and they got to work to fight it. They're warriors. I passed along the info to the guy I know and he thanked me but told me he is happily following the doctor's orders and doesn't need to do anything else. He believes that all he needs to do is follow what the doctors say, which he does, but that he doesn't have to do anything else to make any other changes on his own. He continues to drink alcohol, soda, eat foods that don't help his situation, and despite ending up in the hospital over and over, he isn't willing to do anything different. This fills me with so much sadness, to be perfectly honest, because I want to help everyone. I can't stand seeing people suffer, knowing there are things you can arm yourself with to help your situation that complement what you're medically doing but you choose not to. There are living examples of people that we both know, not just people on the internet claiming to have all the answers, but real life people that we know. And you'd rather just sit there and solely put your life into someone else's hands and do nothing to help yourself. You have the power to do more in your life. People tell me all the time how they could never eat the way I do because they like bread too much. Yes, I have celiac disease. I cannot eat anything with gluten. Donuts, meat, I eat plant-based too. Whatever you might have, there are a bazillion issues that are major or may seem minor, but they're irritating that people just live with because they don't want to give up their vices. Yet they complain about how they feel. They feel stuck. They feel unmotivated, sad, depressed. I don't understand how anyone can just give up. Where's the fight? I went on a rant there, sorry. This does equate to losing motivation, trust me. It does, because anytime you're feeling down, stuck, fearful, or any of the lesser energetic frequencies, it's because you're most likely feeling a lack of control in your life. So, here are my tips for how to get back to feeling alive and motivated. These are what works for me. You need to do what works best for you. I'm not giving you medical advice here. Always check with a medical professional for any dietary advice. First of all, ask yourself, why are you feeling stuck? Is there a reason you can pinpoint? It's important to know if it's temporary or if there's a more serious depression going on. If it's depression, you could need to get medical help and I encourage you to do that. In my case, when I was going through what I call my dark night of the soul, which is basically a dark time when it can feel like depression, there were some tangible things that I did and still do when I feel like I'm in an energetic slump. We're energetic beings and so many outside influences can affect our energy. The moon phase is a big one. I tend to feel worse mentally around the full moon and the dark moon. 
Those are about two weeks apart. It comes in waves like that for me. And as a woman, this coincides with my monthly cycle as well. Consider what time of the month it is for you and for the weather, seasons, and moon phases. The changes of the seasons is another outside force that can affect you. When the weather turns cooler and the days get shorter, that can affect moods, energy, and outlooks as well. So tip number one is to begin with journaling. What are you feeling? Where do you feel it in your body? Tip number two, meditate, breathe, connect with your inner world. When you can get quiet enough to tune into yourself, you may find that you really do have all the answers you need right there inside you. Number three is move your body for at least 30 minutes a day and make sure some of that is stretching. Energy really does get stuck in your tissues. Walk, do yoga, dance, whatever gets you off the couch and feels good. Number four is to consider how much sleep or rest you get. Are you really feeling rested when you wake up in the morning? Do you have a regular sleep schedule? How well do you sleep? Number five, nutrition. Are you filling your body with crap? Food is literally fuel. If you put diesel in your Tesla, how do you think it's going to perform? I personally eat a plant-based diet, and even that can be done in a way that isn't fueling me in the best way. When you prepare your food, what are you focusing on? Try to make food prep more ritualistic rather than something you rush through. Have gratitude for what nature provides, and have even more gratitude that you are able to not only have the food, but that you are able-bodied enough to take the time to prepare it. Number six is take a look at your routine. If you don't have one, create a morning and an evening routine. A morning routine will set you up for success for your day, and a good evening routine helps you wind down for sleep. Tip number seven is water. Our bodies are made up of up to 60% water. Water is necessary for cellular function, brain function, waste removal, joint cushioning and lubrication, and so many other things. If you're thirsty, you may already be dehydrated. Also, take a look at what liquids you are fueling your body with. Water is best, but what else are you drinking? If you're drinking alcohol and soda or soda, diet soda regularly, do some research on the effects they have on your body. I'm not going to go into all of that here. There are plenty of reports out there on why you shouldn't even drink diet soda. So it's not even really about the sugar. Trust me, look it up. Some of it is shocking. I personally have given up all of that. On the very rare occasion that I have a glass of wine, my body immediately lets me know what a bad idea it was. And I end up paying for it for weeks after. I won't touch soda, not regular, not diet, period. Tip number eight, what does your space feel like? Is it comforting? Is it beautiful? Orderly? Or is it disheveled, full of piles of stuff and unwelcoming? Consider all of your senses here. Your home should feel like your sanctuary, and you can make it feel that way even without completely redecorating it. Think about how it feels after you've deep cleaned a room and it's fresh, almost like a clean slate feeling, right? I know that when my office feels unorganized, my thoughts also can feel like they're all over the place. Tip number nine, what are you feeding your mind? That's right, we need to not just worry about our body, we need to worry about our mind. The world can feel crazy right now, I know that. And you might feel like you have no control over any of it, but you do. You have control over what you expose yourself to. You can shut off the news, you can mute things you don't wanna see on social media, you can listen to uplifting people and music, read books that make you feel good. As for TV, you can watch movies and shows that make you laugh and feel good. 
It's all a choice. Now, I can hear some people saying, and some people have told me, yeah, but my partner watches the news, or we share social media accounts, and I can't mute stuff because he wants to see it. To that, I say that you have control over where your body goes, don't you? You have control over how much you look at social media, and you have the power of communication. It could be then that a heart-to-heart with your partner is necessary. And my last tip for number 10 is gratitude. Be thankful for all the abundance you have in your life. Abundance is not just money. You may have to look hard, but surely there is something you can be grateful for. I notice that when I start to focus on gratitude, the world starts showing me more and more to be happy about. Last night, I was gifted with a view of the most beautiful colors in the sky. And yes, I see it as a gift. I have the gift of vision to be able to see and the gift of being out at just the right time to notice the beauty. Today, I noticed there's a hole in one of my favorite sweatshirts. And instead of being upset about the hole, all I can think is how happy I am that I have something that has been so highly loved. It's so worn and comfy that it's starting to show signs. I'm thankful that I have legs that work. There are some people in the world that don't. And in gratitude, I go for a walk every day because I can. The bottom line here with all of this is when you feel unmotivated, it's highly possible that you're feeling out of control and you're in victim mindset. But you're the only one who actually has the control over your life. Stop giving it away. Your reactions, your outlook, your hopes, your dreams, and what you choose to expose yourself to You have the power over all of that. So tell me, what will you choose to focus on and do with the gift of this one wild and precious life you are living right now? Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review it and share with everyone you know who might benefit from it. I look forward to seeing everyone in our Facebook group, Inner Goddess Rising. Have a great week.